Give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his mercies endure it forever. I will bless the Lord at all times and his praises shall continually be in my mouth. Welcome to today's board podcast. I want to welcome you. I was been your day. Trust your day is going on fine. May the Lord be praised and be glorified forever in Jesus' name. This afternoon, I'm going to be speaking briefly on the grace for prayer. The title of today's podcast is The Grace for Prayer. Prayer is an essential part of our lives and we are expected. And through prayer, it is how we can change things. Through prayer, we can get to lay our petition up to God. Through prayer, we build relationship with God. Through prayer, we intercede and make supplications to God. So this afternoon, we're going to speak, speaking briefly to the grace that makes prayer to be effective and possible. My text this afternoon is taken from the book of Luke chapter 18, verse 1. That singular verse, and then we take our discourse. The Bible says in Luke 18, verse 1, Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give Friends, let me encourage you this afternoon that prayer is what gives you strength. If you read that particular scripture from the New from the King James Version, it says this parable said that men ought to pray and not to faint. What this means is prayer keeps you from fainting. Your ability to stand is tied to your lifestyle of prayer the bible says about jesus that jesus even though he knew that he was going to go to the cross at a point in his life he faced the weariness that every one of us might have to go through he's seen the journey ahead of him but then the zeal to go on the journey appeared to seem to have disappeared the bible says instead of jesus christ to rely on the strength he went into the place of prayer Can I ask you this afternoon, as you listen to me, when things appear to get out of your hand in your life, what do you do? Do you just give up or you go to the place of prayer? The place of prayer is where we get the strength to go on. The place of prayer is where we get the energy to go take one more step. The place of prayer is where we pick up the power of the divine to go on for our natural assignment. The place of prayer is the place where we renew our physical strength for God's strength. No matter what happens to you, no matter what you go through, what you have to do is to keep praying, never stop praying, never give up. So, the Bible says Elijah was a man of like passion and he prayed. Jesus Christ prayed. You and I have to pray. We never stop praying. No matter what we see, never stop praying. In fact, what you see should keep you praying still. Till you see what you want to see, never stop praying. When you have seen what you wanted to see, never stop praying. Prayer establishes, prayer strengthens, prayer builds. Never stop praying. Prayer is the core of our lives, is at the center of the things that we do never stop praying hallelujah 
and this afternoon i want to share three things with you that will help us to in the place of prayer hallelujah i'm going to talk about three crucial elements that sustains our prayer lives that releases prayer into our life releases us into the place of prayer romans chapter 8 verse 28 Romans 8, 28, the book of Romans 8, verse 28, Romans 8, 28, and it says, 26, pardon me, in the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. I like you to say, wherever you are this afternoon, I say, the Holy Spirit helps me in my weakness. For we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. I'm reading from the New International Version. Verse 27 says, And he who searches our heart knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. We never know how to pray or what to pray for without the engagement of the Holy Spirit without engaging with the Holy Spirit, without becoming one with the Holy Spirit, our prayers can will be powerless, our prayers will be without focus, our prayers will be without power. So the key ingredient, one key ingredient for an effective prayer life is to go praying with the Holy Spirit. Never depend on your own words, never depend on your own ways, never depend on what you have seen, but key in to the help that the Holy Spirit offers. The Bible says we have weaknesses. Weakness in terms of perception, in terms of language, in terms of energy. He says we ought to pray without fainting. To pray without fainting, you need the Holy Spirit. Oh, I'd like you to reach out and say, Holy Spirit, please help my prayer life. Ah, help my prayer life, Holy Spirit. He says he prays for himself into see for us through wordless groans. There are times I, we get to the place of prayer and we lack the adequate words. Have you ever been there? At such moment, you need the Holy Spirit to connect your spirit with the Father and give expression to the desires of your heart. Hallelujah. We need the Holy Spirit. He's the spirit of truth. He's the spirit of power. Is the one that helps us to pray. That searches the heart and the mind of man. And it helps us to know the mind. Hallelujah. The second thing I would like to share with you this afternoon about effective prayer. Is for you to understand that you are the temple of God. Why am I saying this? Beyond just praying. You are the house of prayer. The Bible says in the book of Matthew 21, verse 13, there was an encounter there. The Bible says Jesus Christ stepped into the temple and he drew people out and he made a statement and he said, Know ye not that the house of my father is to be called the house of prayer? He said, This place is a house of prayer. It's not the place of trading, but you have turned it into the den of thieves. There is something that is peculiar about den. Then a den is a place where you own things and you do things for in private. 
It says the house of my father is meant to be a place where you have private interaction with the father, but you have turned it into a trading place. And now look at what it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, chapter 3, verse 16. 1 Corinthians 3, verse 16. And it says, Hallelujah. You need to understand this that beyond just the activity, he said, Don't you know that you yourself are God's temple? and that God's spirit dwells in your midst. The temple is no longer a physical place. The house of prayer is not just a place where you go to. The house of prayer is you and it dwells on your inside. God dwells in you because you are God's temple and the spirit of God is in you. So when you have the Spirit of God in you that is your partner in prayer and you have become the habitation of God, that is how the grace of God is released unto a man for prayer. You have what it takes. Never second guess yourself. You can pray for long hours. You can change circumstances. You can change situations. You can create in the place of prayer. The Bible says in the book of James chapter 5 verse 17 that Elijah was a man of like passion. A man of like passion, a man of the same weakness. A man with disappointment. A man with weakness. Elijah was just a man like you and myself. But the Bible says despite being a weak man, despite being a man like you and myself, he prayed. Our prayer should be in spite of our condition should be in spite of our situation. Despite what we are going through, we need to pray. Prayer brings solution, not wishes. Prayer brings solution, not complaints. Prayer brings solution. Hallelujah. You need to get to the place of prayer, to the secret place of prayer, and begin to make things happen. Not just folding your hands and watch things. You go to the place of prayer and begin to engage God with the power of the Holy Spirit, recognizing that you are the temple of the Holy Ghost and God dwells in you. And the words of your mouth are effective not only on the earth, but effective in the heavens. When you get to the place of prayer and you are making utterances, you are making declarations in the heavens that are forced to come on the earth. Hallelujah. When Jesus taught his disciples to pray, he said, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. When we go to the place of prayer, we are establishing the will of God that is done in heaven to be established on the earth. Never stop praying no matter what you are going through. When you pray, you are commanding angels, you are releasing forces. You are releasing things to the atmosphere. You are in the spiritual places. You are opening a portal for the spiritual things to enter into the earthly realm. We ought to pray and not to faint. I'd like to encourage you this afternoon that you never stop praying. God will not do anything until men pray. Everything God wants to do on earth is possible when we find praying men and women. Will you be available? Can you make yourself available for God to for, for God to walk through you? Can you make your knees available for God to walk through you? The Queen of England said, I am more afraid of the prayer of John Knox than the whole army of England. Is the devil actually afraid of your prayer? Your prayer passionate, effective, and fervent enough 
to scare the devil. Prayer is a habit that has to be cultivated. Today is the best day to start praying. Hallelujah. We pray, we don't faint. We faint because we don't pray. I trust God with you this afternoon that this journey will be a beginning in your adventure and your realignment to finding in your life the things that God has said about you. Never stop praying. Never give up. Never give up hope because when we pray, God hears. And when God hears, He does wonders. Till I come your way again on sharing on the same platform, I want to encourage you keep praying and never faint. Thank you.